Have you ever been experiencing an anxiety attack or an anxious spell and it was seemingly impossible to shake? Uh, do you feel like you've been in a constant state of stress and your chest is compressed and that you can't sleep at all because your body needs to remain in this semi-guarded state so you don't actually end up sleeping and then you wake up tired and you end up taking more coffee or stimulants to then wake up so that way then you can go to work and function as a human being, but then you can't unwind again? And do you feel like you're just trapped or you just don't have any options when it comes to being able to wrestle and manage your mind and uh, figuring out a way to just be able to try and live without the constant state of stress that you feel like you're experiencing? If so, this episode is for you. Welcome to Soul Coffee, the podcast dedicated to the exhausted provider and helping move back to a state of presence and power. I'm your host, Dr. Jamal Fruster, Tucson chiropractor, and I've helped several hundred chiropractors, chiropractic students, medical doctors, nurses, functional medicine doctors, and other providers, leaders, and prominent positions come from a state of being perpetually burnt out, anxious, or depressed, back to a state of power, back to a state of presence. In today's episode, I'm really excited to be able to share three quick stories of what I've seen with chiropractic care over the course of a few weeks and then several months. One case was several months, but I'll start with the first two as all three of these lovely souls are three of some of my favorite clientele that I've ever had the chance of taking care of, two of which just started in December, and one was focused on, as some people, like they come to me for help with their mental health, help with their level or quality of sleep, and then overall help with just being able to want to be a better human, as typically I see that their neck's locked up, and when their neck is locked up, especially C5, C6, it perpetuates this forward posture, which compresses the chest, which compresses the lungs, which compresses a lot of the visceral organs, as our posture is how we carry our life expression. This individual in particular wanted to work on her sleep as she's a mom of three, um, and she is responsible for a lot of different aspects as one of her kids in, is in the teens, and then another one's like younger. So, you know, this is just an appreciation for any of the parents out there, as one of the powerful stories she shared at her progress exam just this week was that um, her sleep is absolutely better as when we were first starting care she was like the one thing i want to work on like that make this all worth it she's like if i could just sleep like that would be amazing and within the first few weeks of care we did that and we know we did that because uh her and her partner have been together for a few years now and they were sleeping in separate rooms because she was a perpetually light sleeper and what i thought was amazing was they started to get some work done on the house and they had to move into the same bed and the really cool thing was that she didn't know that she was sleeping deeper because when he would when they would sleep together typically he snores and it would wake her up and she'd be like yo i can't do this like i gotta get some kind of sleep i'm already stressed enough but homie's still snoring and it's confirmed that he's still snoring because her daughter down the hallway shared with her like hey he's still snoring like you're sleeping deeper and you're sleeping through the night because she's waking up more more well rested her energy is regulated and she's be able to be more present she has more energy to now work out as well too as because when you're in a perpetual state of fatigue like yo it's tough like that's a mental barrier that a lot of people struggle with in trying to craft some kind of movement practice for themselves especially if you're a mom especially if you're a parent especially if you're a leader or a healthcare provider and she's a leader in her job and she's also a parent so sleep is everything sleep is everything so the physiology behind that and you know what's going on in her body is that she's actually able to drop into deeper levels of delta brainwave states where she can actually get that good good REM sleep versus what a lot of the times what I find is that you're not people aren't able to sleep 
deeply and you can track this via hrv or in more depth brain scans as well too but when the body's like in a perpetual state of like being prepared it it doesn't it can't let go and a lot of people i see this in providers their minds are just on and hey i was and if i'm not careful i am one of them which is why journaling is so effective for me but if people can't help shift gears and help their mind and their thoughts slow down well, then they stay in this elevated state of alpha and in this elevated state of beta when they're trying to lay down and sleep. So you end up just looking at the ceiling at night, trying to figure out what the hell is going on and when is this going to stop? And a lot of that has to do with our ability to actually be able to shift gears. So that was one thing that was really, really cool. I wanted to make sure you celebrate us. If you're not sleeping, I mean, it makes a lot of things a lot harder, whether it be movement, whether it be your nourishment, you're going to start to reach for, have cravings for all the stuff, the sugar, the processed foods, your movement practice may suffer, your med the things that you actually want to do and you know that you want to do, but you can't do, well, you got to take care of your sleep as we spend ideally a third of our lives sleeping. But so many providers sacrifice that guiltiest charge in the past. Anyways, number two, uh, this individual, I thought the coolest thing that she said at her progress exam too, as she's a manager for a prominent store out here, the holiday seasons and as per usual, you know, are a time of extreme, extreme stress. And she has to hold a lot of space. She has about 10, 15 employees and she's a manager, was a regional manager as well too. So she's well-versed in this company that's been growing and she came in for uh, anxiousness and neck discomfort. But the main thing that she's been more sensitive to is the increased level of awareness. The increased level of awareness of her body and the main pattern of how she wasn't allowing herself and wasn't sensitive to how she wasn't creating space for herself and how she wasn't taking care of herself. See, because you can do all the things, you can move well, you can um, eat well, but at the end of the day, if you're not aware and you're not crafting space for yourself, which is why it's one of the main things for a guarantee for my, my care is you gotta craft space for yourself to be able to recognize and identify now what are the patterns, the patterns of what? The patterns of how you're expressing yourself, the patterns of how you're being, the patterns that over time lead to then symptomatology in your body based upon your body's main stressors or main, I say chinks in the armor of whether that is neck pain, whether that's migraines, whether that's low back pain, whether that's low grade anxiety, high grade anxiety, whatever it may be, these are all signs and symptoms that the body's trying to communicate to us that something isn't working. And the main thing that she said that I thought was amazing was that she is just so much more aware of how she needs to take care of herself. And as we move through care in an active way and in a potent way, She's excited to be able to implement journaling. She's excited to read different resources and research these different things as one of the main things that I tell my people, it's like my goal is to see the least amount of times possible. I'd love to take care of y'all forever. As I mean, I get adjusted weekly and sometimes, you know, twice a week at this point depends on the physical, mo mental, emotional, and spiritual demand, however, and if I'm crafting space for myself. Example A, I'm in a space where I push pretty freaking hard this week. And that's physically, that was mentally, emotionally, I was getting some different episodes out as well too. And you know, now I'm like, okay, this weekend, get a sexy ass massage, make sure I take a nap. I was in the sun for a good like hour today. So it's going back to the basics. And you can do all reach once more, main takeaway, you can reach for all the things outside of yourself, you can even do the great movement, you can eat well, but it's like, if you're not creating space for that evaluation of auto suggestion, evaluation of your thoughts, evaluation of your patterns. You're the one that's paying attention. You're the only one that knows your life intimately. One of the main things that I offer is for people to know thy time it comes from Peter Drucker, effective executive. And when it comes to 
CEOs, leaders, providers, parents, your time management is everything. People are always like, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. Well, have you created space to be able to check your time? Because if your time is just a me- is a, is just a measurement, it's just a metric. But if you're not crafting space for yourself to be able to appreciate what are you doing in the day and how much of that is non-conscious, how much of that is work, how much of that is your nervous system trying to regulate say, regulate itself, whether it's scrolling, whether it's um, getting lost in video games, whether it's lost in the Netflix series, and that's not a bad thing to do, but are you just being distracted from taking care of the root cause or are you willing to be able to anchor into yourself so that way you can appreciate and A, organize your life in a very potent and powerful way because the fact that you're experiencing so much life is a blessing. I'd say it's a superpower as well too. And when you can consciously be aware of that and leverage your prefrontal cortex to be able to leverage the metacognitive abilities that we have to observe ourselves, observing ourselves, observe ourselves and our emotions, our actions, our patterns, our habits, like, that's where we can get into a creative state. And that's where Dr. Joe Dispenza's work comes in. You're able to be in more of a creative state versus a survival state. A lot of people are just hanging on by the seat of their pants, like, ah, versus sitting presently, potently, powerfully in the car, buckled up, hands on the wheel, driving this thing, driving fast, but driving this thing. As the cool part is, is as, you know, I'm excited for her care to develop. I already know she's implementing these different things as I've seen time and time again with providers when they have the awareness. Well, now you can bring a conscious awareness to the non-conscious pattern. And keep in mind, 90 to 99% of that non-conscious behavior, habits, actions, thoughts, emotions, responses, it's all automated, essentially. 99, 99% of that. So if we can leverage our conscious mind to influence the, the majority, well, baby, we cooking. Stay with me, y'all. Got the last one for you, number three. Oh, man. And this is one of my uh, favorite people uh, in Tucson. She's a nurse, uh, mom of two, and also uh, came to me with mainly anxiety as that was really, really bothering her as one more, one very, very important thing that I think providers have come and they share and that they recognize too is that she said, I started not being able to recognize myself and how she was reacting when her kids would be doing whatever, her partner in arguments and um, just within herself. And I think that there's a line where enough is enough. And as I share this story, I want you all to think about for yourselves, when's enough enough? What's the line that you're going to draw in the sand for yourself where, you know, you just, you won't tolerate that expression, that mode of being, that action, that thought, that state of energy, like anymore. Because for her, it was how she was reacting and blowing up. And she was also uh, taking pharmaceutical drugs at the beginning of things to help with the anxiety, which I'll just preface. It's not a bad thing. I'm not going to ever shame anyone for taking anything that you may think that may help you as sometimes it can create space just for you to get through your day. And um, that's one thing she's like, listen, she's like, I want to get off this. Um, I never thought that I'd be on this. I don't want to be on this. And, you know, lo and behold, by our first product exam, it was like week three as well, too, in care. She felt like she kicked it. Uh, she felt great and she was able to get after it and create space for her. But as we continued care over the course of then the following five months, one of the most powerful things that she said was that, uh, you know, when it came to at the beginning of care, she said, I felt like I had no other options but to take pharmaceuticals for anxiety. But with care, I was given another option I didn't even know existed. And that was chiropractic care. That was meditation. And that was breath work. 
and the combination of those three things is so potent because it allows yourself to help regulate or be able to navigate your nervous system where even though you might experience a big impulse, you can still come back home. Breathwork is one of the most powerful ways to modulate your nervous system or your energy. And there's so many different forms and things. And meditation, as Dr. Joe Dispenses teaches, is such a great way to just know thyself. And when you're able to leverage the prefrontal cortex, which is right here for any of my people, or if you're listening to this, it's the front of your brain. It's what makes us humans. And it's what I think a part of what makes us so powerful because we can leverage that aspect because we're supposed to be able to have access to that before the that gets bypassed to then turn on the limbic or the mammalian brain, the emotional brain. Because when that the P, PFC gets bypassed and the limbic system gets activated, well, that's when we start to just lose our humanity. We disconnect. We stay in that survival or that protective space because we are now in a state of stress and we need to be able to match that demand, match that threat outside of us or inside of us. But when you're able to implement these tools and be able to receive, just receive, I found with this lovely individual that is super, super potent and it was so good to be able to appreciate that because well, now she's able to be more present and, you know, the number one benefit, she said, to starting care is mental health. And I'm just, I'm sharing all these stories for the for, for this reason. It's that chiro- people don't understand chiropractic, like minimally, but they also don't understand how chiropractic can be applied in their life as it's a part of a natural lifestyle. And Dr. Evan Ping, uh, two episodes ago, you know, he really highlights that and how it can be able to be a tool to heal through very, very massive massive impulses he told his story of fracturing his back fracturing his back compressing his spinal cord and fracturing his clavicle but the main thing it's being able to connect to a deep deep sense of faith and hope that you can do this too that you can heal that you don't need anything outside of you to heal it can't help but well what if we were able to just utilize the tools that we are gifted to us that are God given so that way we can be able to leverage our our non-conscious mind and our superpowers to be able to live a more powerful life. Because so many people they seek and they look outside of themselves. Well chiropractic begs you to look inside of yourself and to be able to wrestle with everything that you've been gifted in once more. Be able to use this tool that you come to this world with, baby. So my message for any of the listeners now in this moment is to be able to make sure you're crafting space for yourself. Make sure that you're leveraging your cognitive abilities to be able to, in that space, be able to become more aware, to slow things down, to speed things up, to shift gears, to be able to receive, and to know that you too can heal in case no one's told you. And that anxiety, it's not a diagnosis it's supposed to be a temporary emotional state but where the dsm where a lot of mainstream medicine or uh, the reductionistic mechanistic model of the world that we view healthcare through is putting the focus on as dr brett said this in a healing way yesterday we put the focus on the chaos versus putting the focus on the organization putting the focus on how there are 70 trillion cells all functioning cohesively to allow you to live this beautiful life, that your heart's beating, that your lungs are able to do all the things that they do, your skin's shedding millions of uh, skin cells every single second. Like there's all, there's millions upon millions of processes that are happening every single second. You got thousands of miles of blood vessels within your body alone that you don't need to consciously think of. 
So in these times where it may be hard, it may be rough, you know, be gentle and be graceful with yourself and humble yourself and get curious about yourself and the intelligence that you are already walking with and you came walking with. Because keep in mind, you came from two cells, baby. Two cells form into one organism that then has multiplied into 70 trillion cells and are operating in this capacity. Get more curious about what's what's right with your life and what's working versus just focusing on the wrong, the not the not functioning, the disempowering rhetoric. Because when you can tap into more of that, well, that's how we can effort to change our lives more. And that's a really, really exciting thing. So if you're a practice member of mine, thank you for listening to this as it feels good to be able to nourish y'all and talk to y'all and be able to charge y'all up as well, too. And, you know, if you're any of my other listeners, and I'm just so grateful for you and I can't uh, pour and thank you enough into you for appreciating that. But um, please uh, feel free to tune into the community chats that I'm going to be doing on Instagram uh, as I'll be coordinating on the story, feel free to tune into the story as I'm going to be doing, uh, or I just did my, when this releases, I just did my first IG live for soul coffee intentionally in this capacity where I'm going to be asking y'all questions. Y'all ask me anything that y'all want, bring to the table as I'm excited to craft more episodes. That way y'all can tune in and that get charged up in a potent, potent, and powerful way. And, you know, as always, y'all take this good energy out into the world, maybe caffeinated at the soul level and be able to love on these people. So until next time, peace.